Hello, you beautiful soul. My name is Heaven. I am a Reiki teacher, a spiritual coach, a light worker, and a truth seeker. A large part of my role is to bring awareness to all things spiritual, personal development, and the truths of this world. I am so happy to have you here. I am so excited for this week's episode. These two beautiful women are so empowering, so incredible entrepreneurs, which we love in this space. One of them is from my hometown. She's also a client and we've both supported each other's businesses. The other I just met when I went on their podcast since these two women have their own podcast, which is so cool. I just already know that you are going to love everything that they have to share. They have so much wisdom, so much knowledge over crystals and tarot. We're getting deep into crystals and tarot today. And I'm just really excited to see what they bring forward with you. I talk about these things often on my Instagram, but it's cool to get a little bit deeper and dive deeper into their journeys and their stories and how they landed here along with their podcast. So with all that being said, super excited. Here is today's episode with our beautiful guests, Joelle and May. So as I briefly introduce these beautiful ladies, I now have them, not in the physical, but across me, I should say, and I'm really excited to have them on the podcast. They have so much wisdom. As I mentioned, they have their own podcast, so it's really cool to see their setup with things, and yeah, we're just going to dive into and get to know them and share all this beautiful wisdom with everyone listening. So whoever wants to go first, feel free. Let's do this thing. Well, I'm May. (laughs) I feel so like put on the spot right now. (laughs) My, I guess, professional title would be like a crystal healer. Um, But I don't know if I fully align with a specific title. I rather just see myself as like, um, not as not even just like a spiritual practitioner yeah Mm, kind of do it all yeah I'm just here really to share my knowledge and share my story yeah I love that that's a really good way to put it it is it's beautiful I love that so much and I'm Joelle I would maybe put more of a title on myself I don't know I also would consider myself just a spiritual practitioner but I am more specifically a tarot reader Mm. and that's kind of my realm of expertise I do dabble in a few other things um out of interest but I wouldn't say I'm super super knowledgeable on them so just a spiritual practitioner is kind of an overall term for me Yes, I love that so much. There's just so many different avenues and fields. And I feel like it's almost a disservice to label yourself as just one when your spirituality is so broad and so big when you think about it. So it kind of makes that nice. It's like an umbrella term almost in a way, which Mm -hmm. I love. I love. And it can be hard to when you just label yourself as one thing and then you're like, oh, but I want to expand and I am expanding all of the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes, which I love too, because I mean, I've had tarot services from Joelle, actually with, you know, all the crystals in my shop, some of them made their way to May and I love that. Like, <laughs> it so well. 
love yeah. that so much. Okay. I want to know a little bit about your individual spiritual journeys, because I just find that so interesting seeing as again, it's so broad, but I feel like there's that common ground where it's like a rock bottom of sorts gets you there, or you just need to believe in a higher faith. So I love hearing other people's stories. So yeah, whoever wants to go first, I'd love to hear that too. Mm-hmm. We can go in the same <laughs> order. Go ahead. Nick. Yeah. Um, it's a very long story. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah. Um, how I kind of got started in this whole journey is really going through, I guess, a dark time you know like how they say most people awaken is through the dark night as they call it um and for me it was definitely that I was going through a lot emotionally um I was going through a whole period of (laughs) derealization uh disassociation completely not wanting to be in the current reality that I was um and that kind of fully kicked it off for me I suddenly realized that I really needed help and I needed to get out of this situation. Um, And I started kind of looking for for avenues or different things to to help me. And as I'm saying this, it's literally one, one, one. Yeah. 11, 11 for me. (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot. (laughs) Three hours behind. Um, (laughs) That's crazy. But yeah, that's kind of how it got started for me is like looking for resources and I you know stumbled upon crystals and all of that and then I did research and it kind of had this domino effect and just now I'm here (laughs) yes I love I would say like my path was not different but like yeah obviously everybody's path is unique Mm -hmm. but a lot of people experience that like deep darkness kind of that rock bottom Mm -hmm. in the future I might look back on it and realize that oh maybe like shit maybe I was at a rock bottom but now I kind of just see it as I was just very lost yeah I didn't know what I was doing I went to school for a certain thing graduated in that I was working in that field for a while very much on autopilot I felt so lost. Like I wasn't doing anything that I loved. And it was actually a coworker at that job that introduced me to tarot because she literally had brought her deck to work. And I was so interested in it. We bonded over astrology, all of that. So she was kind of my vessel into it. Mm -hmm. I've always, always, always been interested in tarot and all that. Like literally when I was younger, I wanted to be a witch when I grew up. So (laughs) it's, you know, so yeah kind of being introduced in that like through a friend was so eye-opening to me and then Mm -hmm. being introduced to the world of spirit guides through her was yeah it just kind of dominoed from there she told me to pick up a tarot deck because she really saw something in me and then I picked it up and it just completely flipped from there Mm -hmm. and I just found exactly what I had been looking for for so long I love that so much, so much. And do you prefer tarot over Oracle or do you just like feel called to it? (laughs) I 100% prefer tarot Yeah, because I, 
I wouldn't say that I'm more blunt, but yeah, kind of. I love that tarot is a nice spiritual slap in the face. <laughs> Oracle is a lot nicer and kinder. And of course, for some situations, I do gravitate towards Oracle. I yeah. love using both. Mm -hmm. I will rarely just do a reading with one of them. Yeah. But tarot is very much my area of expertise. I love it. And that. yeah, I just love how hard hitting it is. Like they really don't hold back. Um, <laughs> and I found that I avoided it for so long because it was so cutthroat that I was just yeah. like, I'm not in a space for this right now. It's too much. And then when you actually build that relationship, you're like, okay, yeah, I needed that really bad. And then they come through sometimes, you know, with a beautiful like 10 of cups moment. And you're like, I yeah. did that. <laughs> yeah, Like it's not all super harsh and everything, yeah. but I see so many memes about it too. How like Oracle decks will be like, you got this girl, don't worry. And then your tarot deck is like, girl, you're in trouble. Like, <laughs> get out. And it's like, they, yeah. So specific. No, I love, I love, love, love tarot. Yeah. I like Oracle too, but tarot is definitely more my thing. The way to go. Love that. And yeah. how long would you ladies say it's been since you really started diving into this journey? I started mine in 2019 was the first mm. time I picked up a tarot deck. So mm. it's been like, mm, we're going on three years, yeah. like passing the three-year mark of when I picked up my first tarot deck. Nice. For sure. I and for that. me, like, I guess my journey started a while ago. Like, even in my teenage years, I, I remember 12th grade, we had to do a presentation saying what was like our American dream. And in 12th grade, my American dream was to find my higher self. Oh, so, yeah. wow. so, so I guess for me, like, it's been, it's been a while, but like, really, I got really, really deep into it and deep into crystals and all of that right after COVID hit. Yeah. Like hit. 2020. For sure. Yeah. 2020. I feel like a lot of people went into it around that time, especially because you were forced to really mm -hmm. sit with yourself. I feel like that's oh kind yeah. of where spirituality like came to arise. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like before that, it was really like, oh yeah, I want to find my higher self. I want to <laughs> meditate. And like 2020 was like the dark night, like, holy fuck, uh, you, you oh, need to heal. Can we yeah. swear? Oh, yeah. You guys can okay. swear. I swear <laughs> all of the time. <laughs> Because yeah, I'm so bad at that. Yeah. It's just a I way of expression. All for of me. the time. That's so funny. I'll figure like, oh shit, can I say <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But 2020, I think, rocked all of us. And yeah. you know, for me spiritually, it was really like the the start of the dark night. I totally feel and I feel like 2020 rocked us and we're just being continuously oh my rocked. Like, yeah. Not stopped. And I'm like literally <laughs> 2020 the sequel. Yes. Real. And I'm just like, is this because we are evolving and expanding and now we have more awareness of what's going on around us? Or is this like quite literally a shaking to get us aware? Mm. Like I don't know what it is oh, yet because no. it is just it is the great awakening for a reason. We're all ascending mm -hmm. so quickly. And I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday by Sahara Rose, and they were talking about how we need to transcend in order to ascend. And I feel like even how, you know, the rock bottom, you need to hit that bottom to even understand that you're there and to have that awareness to want to go up higher. Like it's 
they explain this spiral moment and how we're always living a spiral. It's either we're spiraling upwards or we're spiraling downwards. And I mean, we can, you know, make a situation what we want, negative or positive or neutral, but it's just interesting to see how like 2020 for a lot of people was that transcending going down and down and down and just going, what I, how, how does it get worse? And Mm -hmm. then every year it just, something else comes, something else comes. And now we're just like, now what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and what that kind of leads to like one of the questions I had, which I just feel like is, I love this question so much about being a light worker, because I believe we're all here from the light and we have these, we have a purpose and we have a reason to be here, but our purpose does shift. I feel like honestly, every day we can wake up with a mm-hmm. new one. So I'm curious to see like what you ladies think that your, your reason for being here right now is. I think, like I said earlier, just sharing my knowledge, sharing everything that I've learned and just experiencing everything. Yeah, I think in a way, and I think this because other people have told me this of how Mm. I impacted in their lives. I feel like I'm here for, yes, the same thing, like to share my experiences and all that. But I feel like a big part of my spiritual work that I do, especially for clients, is just helping them realize that like you don't owe anything to anybody and you can be your own badass person you can make your own choices and who cares if it's light or dark you do what's right for Mm. you and it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about it yeah so I feel like my role here is a lot of that but also just sharing my own experiences to help other people understand that yes oh I agree so so much with that and you said something I'm trying to remember what it even was it was like this idea flickered in my mind and now it's now it's gone I was like spirit guide going "Mm, okay bye actually speaking on spirit guides because you did bring that up earlier I've never mentioned them on my podcast like I work with them so closely but I'm curious Mm -hmm. to see how you would describe one how to connect with one who they are anything like that that you have both of you because I feel like it's such a big part of when you first start your journey. You're like, who are these guys? <laughs> so May, the reason why I'm pointing behind yeah. me right now is May can see them. <laughs> I can feel them. Oh, and right yeah. as we're talking about it, mine is right there. They love that shit. <laughs> yeah, they love it. So I, we've talked about it a lot on our podcast, actually. Yeah, And I have one, well, I have a few spirit guides that I'm very aware of, but there's one that I am very, very close with. Mm. And I associate him with the Ace of Swords just through tarot when I did like kind of a introduction, get them to draw cards for themselves so I can know them. And he's with me literally every second of every day. He is a masculine figure in a way. And I think spirit guides can be many, many different things. They can be family members. They can Mm -hmm. be past ancestors. They can be just separate entities, pets, kind of like you taught us that too on when you Mm -hmm. came on as a guest on our podcast. Yeah. But I really think that mine are almost just their own entities, Mm -hmm. not really a family member. I don't get that feeling but just literally like a spirit team. Yeah. Like I came into the physical world and they're like the coaches in the background watching me play the game, basically. Yes. That's kind of how it feels. And 
the way that I connect with my spirit guides, a lot of it is through tarot using Mm -hmm. kind of that vessel of communication, but also kind of learning to trust your own intuition and your own messages that you get in your head. You'll kind of learn what messages are coming from you and what's kind of other messages coming in where you kind of learn that, okay, that's probably like a spirit guide telling me this Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. What about you, May? (laughs) Um, For me, a lot of my spirit guides are family members. Yeah. Um, Like my little sister is, is one of my spirit guides. She's always, always here. She's always walking around. Um, and also my great grandmother is also one of my spirit guides. So they're not always here though around me, but when I call upon them, like they mm-hmm. show up right away. I yeah, love that. You have, you have a lot more connection ancestor mm-hmm. wise. I feel like I not that I lack of it, but I don't acknowledge that ancestral mm-hmm. line as much as maybe I would want to. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe why I don't feel that mm-hmm. ancestral connection through my spirit guides. But right. yeah, for me, they're very much just entities of their own. And I can say, I feel like for me, I connect with them so much because they had such a great impact on mm-hmm. my spiritual journey. Right. Like, when they were here and now that they're not like that's why I feel like such a deep connection because they were such a big part of my life and my awakening so now that they're not here like they're they're still a part of that journey with me I love that so much and you said you can see them (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I can feel it okay while we talk about spirit guides the energy in the room is insane like they're everywhere right now like my guy is literally right beside me there's somebody right there I was gonna say yeah there was somebody yeah there's somebody right here because I can feel them but I can't see it but she can see it so when we're together in a room it gets a little nuts yeah I always start talking about it yeah every time we talk about spirit guides they're all like she's talking about yeah (laughs) that's why I just show up the free will they're like oh we're coming we're here like yeah. I understand. I totally, I love that so much because I feel too, like anytime I do Reiki, there's mm-hmm. like whoever I'm doing Reiki with, it's like that open invitation. Come hang out with me. Like the room's full. Like my cat starts meowing at the door. She's like, I want oh. in there. I want to see what's going on with all the energy, but to see them, I don't really see. So that's so cool to me. I love that. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I find too, it's so interesting because I've been doing so much research into sphere guides and all of that. And like these energies, entities, all of it. And it's so interesting. And I feel like when you're first starting out, it can be really overwhelming because you're like, what do they look like? Are they scary? Like, who is that? And you want mm-hmm. the ego. We know the ego likes to personify beings, right? We like identity we like to know what they look like are they female are they male what are they do they not even have a sex like are they just chilling up there we love to do that so much and that's why I love tarot for that too because you really can do that through tarot and even crystals like I've done it with crystals my black crystals is very like that powerful masculine energy and then like quartz is totally the opposite of that and I've done that through crystal work as well so it's really cool um to see that come through I also noticed something, it kind of hit me last week, what I was doing, but whenever I go into like a meditation or something and I 
tap into my higher self and I'm trying to heal like maybe a past wound. I know I talked on your podcast about my old friendship. So healing that wound and my higher self starts giving my past self kind of advice and like how to go through it. But if you really don't believe in the concept of time, that means I'm quite literally giving myself advice in both the present, the future and the past. And I was just like, whoa, this is so (laughs) deep. I can't even believe it. So like at any given moment right now, our future self is giving us advice and past self is coming through to give us present self advice and saying like, I want to be in that present self. And it's just so that's where I've been at with spirit guides. And it's been a lot, but it's so cool when you sit down with it, you're just like, wow, it's it's huge. Um, So seeing as I like to talk about that sort of thing, you brought up intuition. How do you feel like your intuitive hits come in? Do you know the first time that you really started listening to your intuition? Because it can be kind of hard to differentiate sometimes. So I'm always curious about that and like how other people tune into it. I find like when people come to me and they ask me, how do I develop my intuition? Especially for me, somebody that does have anxiety about some things, trying to differentiate the anxiety versus intuition is a little hard sometimes, but tarot is actually one of those tools that is so good for developing your intuition. Because when I really noticed that it, I started tapping into it was when I would do readings, a card would come up and a message completely different than the card's typical meaning would come to me. I would say it and the Mm. client would be like, how the fuck did you know that? And then it started going from there, like trusting my own intuition to get these messages from kind of nowhere Mm -hmm. in support of the cards kind of helping me develop the messages that way. Tarot has been such a huge help for me for intuition. And now I kind of get, um, not like voices in my head, but like you (laughs) kind of think about messages just like throughout the day and you learn to kind of trust it. Yeah. 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 That yeah. clear, clear, whatever. Clear cognizance. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause I have that so deeply, just the knowing, like, and the voice. It's funny because I tell all my coaching clients about the voice and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, it's just, it's not scary. It's just, there's voices always no. talking to us and it's about differentiating them and seeing what they mean. And just knowing is so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I think for me, it really started when I was younger. Like I followed my intuition a lot more when I was younger and Mm -hmm. I had a lot of like dreams of Mm -hmm. situations that would happen. And like, I followed my intuition on them and then come true. Um, And then I kind of like disconnected from it. And that's when I saw like my gifts kind of like slowing down. But when COVID hit and all that. And I really, really got deep into it. I would do like meditations for connecting with your intuition. I would use crystals to try to connect with my intuition, but the best advice I could give anyone is when you stop doubting yourself is when you connect the most with your intuition. Mm -hmm. When you have that message come through, acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, I, I just heard that. Yeah this is true. This is going to come true. If you see something, if you have the ability to see when you do see something, don't doubt yourself and be like, 
oh no, I didn't see anything like, oh, that must have just been my vision. No, no, no. Like acknowledge it. And I feel like just by acknowledging it and stopping yourself from doubting yourself is what really can build that intuition. Absolutely. Yes. We, I think it's because, you know, from a young age, I really believe we're born so intuitive. Right. And then as we get older, like say, even you go to your mom and you're like, mom, there was a ghost. And your mom's going to be like, no, there wasn't a ghost. Yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. And then from like a very young age, we're programmed to doubt ourselves. And then it's really hard to break as you're an adult coming back into your spirituality and your intuition and all these like, you know, spirit hits coming in to chat with you. It's like, okay, yeah, that is real. And it's the biggest thing when you stop resisting it. Like it's just mm-hmm. break the resistance, get through it. <sighs> Honey just came up to the window. Hi. She is oh, your cat. <laughs> show you. Oh. <laughs> Hello, honey. We're busy right now. <laughs> see what I mean oh. with the energy? It's probably because we were talking about guides. And now she's yeah. like, I need to see what's going on in there. Yeah, she's the like, guys? bro, who are those people in there? <laughs> I, I see all that. of the energy. Oh, I love that. And actually, I do have a question, but I think I'm going to change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like to chat with the inner child a little bit and like us, you know, kind of going based off what I was saying with the higher self, how we're always giving ourselves advice. If you could go back and give your inner child any piece of advice with where you're at right now, what would it be? I feel like I get so emotional just thinking about my inner child (laughs) because I sometimes forget that my inner child is not just me at like five. It's also me at like 17. Yeah. And all of those parts there's like so many things that I would want to say but at the same time I almost think that I wouldn't say anything at all and I would literally just go give a group hug to like every single version of myself Um, yeah no I because as much as I would want to say anything I feel like I'm just so proud of how I dealt with going through everything that I did mm-hmm. that I wouldn't want to tell them anything. Yeah. I would literally just acknowledge them, be happy in their presence and literally like hold their hand and just I sit love there. That. I don't think I would say anything. Yeah. That's beautiful. Honestly, just the presence, you know, just being with, and I mean, we yeah. can do this anytime we want, just sitting with ourselves and being, I love that so much, so much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to take away or put anything else into their experience. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I would kind of do the same because I feel like these experiences have shaped us into who we are today. So I wouldn't yeah. want to change that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would just tell myself that, like, it's okay yeah it's okay yeah it's okay to not be okay and that I'm also not responsible for anybody else but myself yes yeah a hundred percent that's huge and especially when we do gain that level of awareness it's hard to feel like oh we have to be aware of everyone else's journey and what they're going through and you know how that impacts them nope releasing yourself from that is so freaking hard but so liberating truly at the end when you allow yourself to mm-hmm. I love that so much I love that okay we're gonna pivot because now I want to talk about each individually like what you do and just because 
I haven't talked about really either on the, on the podcast. Like I love tarot and I love crystals. So I kind of want to talk like individually about them. So may, when it comes to like crystal healing, first of all, what, what would you even say that really even is? I would just say that it is like healing, but using crystals. I don't know how to explain it in that way, but, um, just like doing your, your regular practices, but incorporating crystals into that because, um, how I see it is like us as humans, you know, we've learned on this podcast, everything is a uh, frequency. Everything is a vibration. Mm-hmm. And as humans, you know, we're very up and down, up and down, especially with all everything that's going outside of us, you know, mm-hmm. you know even just speaking with how the collective energy has been lately, you know, these yeah. things affect us and they affect our frequency. They affect our vibration A crystal stays at a very very stable vibration so it's about like using these crystals or using these tools that this earth has given us to really ground ourselves ground our energy and align with a specific frequency absolutely and I think that comes back to like when we first start our spiritual journey, there's a lot of doubt, as you mentioned, like there's that doubt, doubt, doubt. And then I think we doubt that we are the tools and these are just enhancements of us and our tools are confirmations. They're not meant to be all that we rely on because all the wisdom comes from within us and like Mm -hmm. seeing crystals being used in that way, even tarot too, you know, like it's really interesting and you get kind of disconnected in a way when you only rely on these things and you think that that's the only way to get this guidance or, you know, if I can't understand a crystal, I can't work with it. That's definitely not the way that it is. It just be, it's become so mainstream in a way that people don't really realize why we use them in the first place. It's just enhancements to us. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And I think that's something that we talk about. That's very, very important. Like the power is truly within you and you only. Yeah. If you want a rock to change your life, it won't, you know what I mean? You have to really step up and change your life. Yes. And that's huge because we like to put our problems into the hands of like something externally (laughs) to save us. And it's just never going to happen. They're great. Like I absolutely love using these tools, but again, it's not the, it's not going to be the thing that just, you know, Oh, we got some quartz, clear quartz in our life. It's better from here on out. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> and actually, if you had any crystals to recommend, like what would be great for beginners? Because I have a lot of that coming into the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, I would recommend any quartz. Yes. To beginners. Quartz yeah. of any kind are like really, really easy to work with. Mm-hmm. Most people love that type of energy you know we're talking about amethyst citrine clear quartz smoky quartz all yep. of those are all of them. beginners mm-hmm. absolutely and then for protective crystals protective um for me personally i love amethyst mm-hmm. um i love any black crystal like black obsidian black yes. onyx like all of these are really really good and for beginners uh, you know crystals that are associated with certain colors mm-hmm. sometimes will be associated with like for protection, for example. So any yep. black crystal can be a good crystal for protection, for mm-hmm. happiness, you know, anything yellow, 
or sexual energy, anything like orange or red and all of yes. that. Yes. I love that. I love using the chakra system to kind of work mm-hmm. with the crystals because it really does help, especially if you're new and it's like, okay, well, if I know the chakra system, that will help me a lot more than just like trying yeah. to learn. There's so many crystals out there. It's so overwhelming when you first start that it can just seem so daunting that you don't even want to get into it. And it's just mm-hmm. learn the chakra system. I mean, there's hundreds of chakras, but the seven main ones, and you'll kind of be able to go from there and work like that. Yeah. And and the best advice I could also give someone that's starting is, you know, don't necessarily focus on what others are using because sometimes what can work for somebody else might not work for you. So sometimes even going blindly into a crystal store and being like, you know what, let me just see which crystal is calling my name and taking that crystal and then searching up after you've done that, what is that good for and how that can help you. I feel like sometimes that's the best way because then you're not like super focused on oh yeah I should do that because you know I read online that I should do this yeah. so I'm doing mm-hmm. this yeah, yeah. Like really following that intuition and letting mm-hmm. the universe guide you absolutely I feel like when again seeing it's a, it's a beginner type of thing when you're first diving into it, you have no idea that we always remove our power and put it into the hands of someone with more knowledge or so we think when that's not the practice at all. It's not spirituality at all. It's about your own inner wisdom, inner guidance first. And we lose that so much when we first start because of the overwhelm and the doubt. We're just like, we don't know what we're doing, but we do. We're all from, you know, mother earth. We came here. We're the same as these crystals. Like it's so cool when you allow that power to come back in and you just go and you look what crystal you want. It's like, Oh, it's that one. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. yeah what's your what's your favorite crystal that's a really good one <laughs> I love all of them like, I know. it's so so hard I think some of my favorite though probably have to be citrine I yes. really, really love citrine I really love amethyst too like I have like amethyst a little bit everywhere yes. um anything that's good for confidence I love too like vermilion tiger's eye. I love those. Um, yeah. We're definitely one in the same with that one. Like this piece of citrine, I am just obsessed with citrine. I have it all of the time and Mm. recommended to everyone because it's so, it's funny because it is amethyst. Like they're the same. And it's just funny whenever people are like, wait, wait, what? Again, that's like getting really into the deep rabbit hole of crystals, but it's really cool to see what's yours, Joelle. What's your favorite one? Um, my two favorite would definitely be obsidian and labradorite. Mm. Labradorite is just something else to me. Oh my gosh. And it's also, it's so funny because I have a pendulum, Mm -hmm. uh, made of, uh, labradorite and I went into the crystal shop with the intention of getting a pendulum that I could speak to my ace of swords spirit guide with. And I was like, dude, I don't know what crystal you like. Like, I'm not so familiar with crystals. Like, I need you to help me pick something out. I'm standing yeah. in front of the pendulum and my eyes just go whoop, right to the laboratory. I'm like, okay, that's the one. So I got it and I can speak so clearly with him through that. And yeah, no, I absolutely love laboratory and obsidian moonstone too. Oh, yeah. I love, 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 love moonstone. Me too. I mean, literally the name of the podcast. <laughs> 
Yeah, literally the name of my tarot business oh, yeah. it has moon in it too. So yeah, yeah, all of that. I love that those so three, much. yeah, those three are definitely my favorite. Yeah, I feel like um, I was chatting with someone, she's in Canmore. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but we were talking about Labrador, right? And they say that it carries the Northern lights, the Aurora within them. If you look at it, it carries sheen. Yeah. And like the color changing and it goes back to indigenous culture and what they believe with the crystal. And it's really interesting when you start, because I started going down that rabbit hole of that crystal, because I just love it too. So much. It's so beautiful. And like, if you struggle with anxiety, just sit and stare at that crystal and you'll feel calmer. Like you just have to look at it and you're going to be like, this was created naturally. How? Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing with crystals is like this, this was created by our earth. Like that is, that just blows my mind in every single way. I'm just, I love it so much. I love crystals so much. Okay. Now with tarot, I've done an ebook about it. So people have a bit of an idea, but I've never talked about it on the podcast. So what even, what the heck is Tara? Why do we use it? Why do we want to use it? How do we use it? All of those questions. So the basics of tarot, it started so, 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 so long ago. Mm-hmm. And there are so, so many different cultures and belief systems that are put into this one system of cards. The imagery can come from so many different religions. If you really break it down, it's from everywhere compiled mm-hmm. all together. So it's a system of 78 cards with some major arcanas, some court cards, some minor arcanas. And it's just getting to know the system. It's kind of like anything. You kind of have to learn about it. You have to do your research on the cards. You kind of Mm -hmm. have to understand the system. Um, One of the best ways that I explain tarot cards to beginners is that think of it as like a book. So Mm -hmm. the chapters in the books are going to be the major arcanas. Mm -hmm. The major arcanas are going to be those big life lessons, those big moments. Those are going to be the chapters. The things that happen in those chapters are going to be the minor arcanas. So like your ace to 10, that's going to be the little things Mm -hmm. that play out within those chapters. And then the court cards. So your page, knight, queen, king can represent the people, personalities, or characters within those chapters. Mm. And that's kind of how you have to look at it to really understand the bigger picture of it all and how to categorize the cards that you get in a reading, but also intuition plays a huge role into that. Yeah. But tarot was a tool developed to originally kind of predict things. It was Mm -hmm. kind of a predictive tool, but also just learning insight and being able to ask questions. Mm. People then started to use it for just inner work, mm-hmm. going really in to get questions to your higher self and just communication that way. Um, some people do use tarot in their practice for predictive work. I personally don't really dabble in predictions Mm -hmm. um just because no future is set in stone whatever actions you take decisions will impact your future so me putting a card out saying this is going to happen your decision that you make later that day could change that outcome yep so i don't really deal with predictive work so much i will do kind of energy like um predicting the main overall energy and that's kind of how you like Mm -hmm. gear 
tarot reading works yes. with like going through the months. That's kind of channeling the energy, not so much the events. Mm-hmm. And yeah, tarot is such a great tool for intuition, inner knowledge, shadow work. Shadow work. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Tarot is literally my favorite spiritual tool ever, but yeah. yeah, that's kind of the basics of it in a way. Yeah. And I love how we each did a reading for each other for the year ahead yes. and we've been going back to it and it's so scarily accurate. And again, mm. it's not like us predicting the events. It's pre- not even predicting. It's reading the energy yeah. of like what's going on. Yeah. It's the overall energy of whatever events happen could be following that kind of energy, but yeah, like we're not predicting that this specific thing will happen in this month. We're just Mm -hmm. saying in this month, you might be feeling these kinds of energies being present. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of how the prediction in tarot works in our practices. Anyway, I know we do it differently, of course, but in our practices for sure. Absolutely. And then you said that you connect your spirit guides to tarot. How, how do you do that? So I, to connect with my spirit guides, the first time I did it, I grabbed a deck and I asked them all to be present mm-hmm. and I asked them to pull a card for each of them mm-hmm. to kind of tell me who they are, what do they do, what is their role as my guides, mm-hmm. and kind of just for me to associate a name to them. Yep. So for the main three, I had five that introduced themselves to me. But the main three were the Four of Wands, the Mm. Magician, and the Ace of Swords. I love that. And it also helped because my friend that introduced me to tarot kind of has a bit of mediumship in her. Mm -hmm. And she had actually done a meditation for me connecting with my spirit guides. Mm. And she told me that there was a very, very feminine, very powerful feminine figure that was kind of the leader of them in a way that was talking to her and everybody else didn't want to talk to her. They only wanted to talk to me, but that one woman was like relaying kind of messages. So the four of wands, I immediately knew that that was right. her. kind of that harmony. She's kind of the leader. Right. And she kind of deals with the harmonious, the family, the kind of this more of the positive things kind of yeah, yeah. like the mother almost yeah and then the magician is really there for me to kind of associate with the magician card meaning to kind of realize my own power in manifestation yeah. getting me to understand my skills that I've learned and how to put them to use in the future to really build my future oh, and all yeah. of that and then the ace of swords, the one that's with me all the time, every second of every day, he's literally right there right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, he helps me with those small victories and mm. that kind of the potential of everything, kind of exactly like the ace of swords, that kind of seed of growth and yeah. just knowledge and helping me out throughout every step of the way and he's also somebody that helps me a lot with luck through a lot of my situations almost like a little protector yeah so that's kind of how I had my guides introduce themselves to me and then again through tarot just asking more questions Mm -hmm. what is our connection what do you have to say to me like what is your message to me and really getting to know them that way I love obviously yeah, connect with your guides like many different ways in meditation, yeah. even journaling or whatever. But 
for tarot, I think it's so good just to get down to the little details. I kind of associate personalities with them too. Yes. Energies, right? Like it's all about the energies. That's why there's even the court cards because there are different personalities within even tarot, which is really cool. If you had any tips for someone just starting out with tarot, what would they be? Uh, Don't be scared of guidebooks. I don't know why Mm. so many people are so scared to look at guidebooks because Mm. they think that they have to memorize absolutely everything. No, you don't. Like guidebooks are there for a reason. Like they're literally there to help you learn. And I would say that if you are doing readings for practice for other people or even on yourself, don't grab the guidebook as the first step. Mm-hmm. So have the cards in front of you, read the imagery of them, mm-hmm. see what you feel, kind of trust your intuitiveness in mm-hmm. that sense to help develop that. And then grab the guidebook for those supporting messages and confirmation. That's really going to help you to get to know the cards a lot better, the emotions of the cards. And it's also going to help with memorization too, of grabbing the guidebook kind of after while you really test your own knowledge and your own capabilities first. That's definitely what I would say for anyone trying out. And also when you are picking a tarot deck as a beginner, I would personally recommend the classic just Rider Waite tarot. Mm -hmm. The imagery is very clear. Um, try to avoid the decks that don't have imagery for the minor arcanas, like hip decks, mm-hmm. where like the three of cups will literally just be three cups. Yeah. Those are a bit harder to read, especially at the beginning, um, because you are kind of relying on the guidebook for everything. So definitely go with a classic yes. tarot deck. I would definitely recommend the Rider Waite tarot deck or even the Everyday Witch Tarot. I, yeah. like, I would recommend those too. For yes. Those are great tips. Honestly, um, I started tarot with not a traditional deck and I was so lost. I was so, I can see the sun. Our camera's like, it's like, we literally need something right there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. It looks great. I can see you guys. It just looked like a beam of sun to start. Yeah, we literally put a pillow right there. (laughs) But yeah, I had had started tarot with the fountain tarot deck, which is beautiful, but it's hard to read. Yeah, I was so confused. And even if I'm not right now, like really feeling it, I still go towards you know rider weight. That's it. That's like so traditional, and I love it so much. Um, Yeah. I'm curious to see what, because it's so hard to put into one card, but if you had a favorite tarot card, which one would it be? I feel like my ace is just <laughs> waiting for me to say ace. He's like, don't you dare say anything else. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, yeah, I literally felt yeah. like he's like, what's she going to say? No, um, <laughs> I would definitely say ace of swords is one of my favorite, of course, but um. The nine of cups for me is a really, Mm. really special one because every single time I do a reading about my higher self or trying to connect with my higher self, the nine of cups is always the first card to come out. No matter what deck I use when I'm reading, the nine of cups is the one that I associate with my higher self, kind of that personal success and just Mm. that solo success. You know, the 10 of cups after is all that family and the community but the nine of cups is really you doing it by yourself and I think that part is really important to me 
especially when doing those readings for, you know, that personal growth connection with mm -hmm. my higher self and even my guides. Yeah, I'd say the Ace of Swords, of course, but the Nine of Cups for sure would probably be my favorite. I love that because I don't know if you can see my vision board, but I have the Nine of Pentacles, that yellow card. Oh, that's yes. like one of who I'm trying yeah. to be, that energy. So I love that you said Nine of Cups because it's still yeah. so true. I love the energies of the Nines, honestly. They're also. Yeah, the Nines yeah. are really, really good. I yeah. And what about you, May? Do you have a favorite tarot card? No, no, not really. Yeah. It's so funny because when I was asking that question, I was like, what is mine? And then all I could see was the death card. And I think it's because <laughs> I love that card. And like when I first started and was introduced to tarot, I was in a really bad relationship and I never read for myself. It was too much of a slap in the face. I couldn't do it for myself. And when I did, it was always the death card. And I was like, why the fuck is it always the death card? And at the time I didn't have a good, you know, understanding of that card. And now I'm just mm -hmm. like, you started the journey, baby. And like, I love you so much. Like, I love the energy of it. It's all about like that rebirth. Like you're finally getting through the cycle. You're finally seeing the cycle too. You're like, okay, I see you. Let's get through this. Yeah, it's such a good one. Yeah, I love that card. actually, my mom's so sweet. She's like just starting her journey really in depth and on the two 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 portal. <laughs> Is that like my your mom? Too, oh, bit. I love it. You, we were like catalysts for that in a way because they never yeah. really knew what to do. And is your mom doing tarot too? Then no, but she, I did a full reading for her getting her um, spirit guides to introduce themselves to her. She successfully astral projected to meet one of her guides. She what? is, yeah, uh, there's one of my tarot decks that I leave at that house at my parents' house. And she asked me if she could use it to speak with him. I'm like, oh my gosh, she asks me all the time to use my pendulum to speak with guys because she loves it. She asked for a crystal necklace for Aww. Christmas and she even asked me if I could ask her guide which crystal he thinks would be the best for her so I pulled out my deck because um the major arcanas have like some crystals associated and yeah. the strength card flew oh, out I so quick that. so I I got her a tiger's eye yeah for, yeah for Christmas because, yeah so she's loving it and she's told me how she's not sad, but yeah, a little bit that she didn't get introduced to this when she was younger mm -hmm. because she wishes that she had that kind of thing in her life to support her and she would have really loved it. But no, she's loving it right now. I love that. It's so sweet to see like them, like, you know, feel that power within themselves. Like it's so powerful. Yeah. What about your family, May? Are they like really into spirituality? Yeah. <laughs> so that. my mom has always been like into spirituality and all of mm -hmm. that and my dad is like the like anti-government very yes! conspiracy yeah <laughs> like literally when I was so young he would tell me about Illuminati and all that so I had I had like both sides mm -hmm. of spirituality I guess yeah I love that so it reminds me of my family my dad would be your mom though and my mom's like fuck the government. She literally was <laughs> struggling back to my mom. She quit smoking. She was a smoker for decades and quit because the government could control her through a cigarette because that's where her money was oh. going. I'm like, that's what made you quit mom. It wasn't like your own house. It was 
for the government because they were like they had that oh my handle God. on her. <laughs> I know, successful like, out of pure hate yeah wow, yeah she's so like nope and I just thought that was so funny and she hasn't gone back like it's been years wow. and she's like no not smoking again um but yeah on the 222 portal she pulled tarot because she's been feeling really heavy with everything going on and mm-hmm. she got the death card and she's like heaven is this because of everything going on and I'm like no mom that's a beautiful card to get (laughs) great card to get (laughs) loved it so much I'm like I could see how it'd be scary though like at first you're just being introduced to tarot you're like why is there the devil and death like this is Mm -hmm. satanic which even then that's not even something to be fearful of at all it's just it just is what it is and I just thought it was so funny but yeah I love how all of our parents are like getting into it it's cool uh-huh. to see. Oh, it's like we're the ones well not a maze situation I guess like her family's always been that way like little girl let's talk about Illuminati <laughs> but a lot more now yeah. yeah yeah definitely a lot more now and like I took what they kind of like I guess gave me in a way and got really really deeper into it I guess they were very surface level you know like my dad yeah is very very into the conspiracy side but that's just like a very small portion you know right my mom same thing like she was just very into meditation so I had like the meditation the journaling the manifestation Mm. from her but Mm. like everything else is like a deep dive yeah Yeah. for me and then I kind of shared yeah now I share I guess yeah Yeah. stepping into the throat chakra power because it's really hard at first I feel like spirituality is just still like on the rise but like if you even think back to like three years ago if we were to talk about anything like this it would be so insane like Mm. it'd be so out there and now we're just like yeah it's the reality this is what it is especially Mm. like Joelle you and I in Cornwall like yeah (laughs) it was definitely scary it took me like I only officially started my tarot website Mm -hmm. in October but I had been reading for clients for like a whole year before that but I was almost afraid to kind of say it because of the way that it would come off to some people but now I just I really don't care yeah but yeah that's like small town things yeah small town things for sure I can definitely relate to that like being so so scared of sharing Mm -hmm. just like scared of that judgment but like yeah how is their judgment affecting my life in any way it literally doesn't it doesn't even touch me so I I don't know why I worry about it I literally feel like that's trauma from high school though at least for me like yeah yeah for sure that fear yeah definitely especially when you are still in high school and others opinions do matter in a way at that point of your life you know then you get out and you're like I get to choose who I want to see when I see them I really don't care (laughs) yeah yeah so powerful in that way okay well I've just looked and we've been already chatting for 54 minutes on my timer which is insane um if anyone wanted to find you guys I know you both have your thing together and then separate so like just you know, fire off all of your things. I know so many people are going to want to reach out because you guys have so much knowledge. Well, our podcast is Spirit Goddess and you can find us on Instagram at Spirit Goddess Podcast. And from that link in our bio on that Instagram, you can find all the platforms that we stream our podcast. You can find our personal Instagram accounts in that bio. 
Um, my tarot reading is Moonloft Readings. So you mm. can find it on Instagram, Moonloft Readings. You can go to moonloftreadings.com to book a reading if you were interested. And yeah, you can find all my stuff on there too on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can also find me on our Spirit Goddess podcast. My um, username is on there. Mm -hmm. uh, but my crystal business is under goldengoddess.ca and you can find all my links under that as well. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love the names of your guys' like all of the things that you guys do. I'm just like, the names <laughs> are so beautiful. And I know how hard it is to pick a name for anything. Oh, so like, yeah. so beautiful. So like, delicate but also like powerful because like goddess like hell yeah oh yeah love it love it love it, love it. okay well thank you guys so much I can't wait to get this out there like I feel like we talk about so much oh mm. we do thank you so so much for having us on it's the first podcast that we're featuring on yeah. so it's so fun for Yay. us so oh. happy that it's yours because we love you oh my god yeah oh, thank you I so love you much guys for too. honestly I'm I'm so glad that this was like, other than like my best friend and my sister, you guys are also the first people that I have on. And I'm like, yep, we're expanding. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love that. So thank you for listening to this week's episode with Joelle and May. I hope you were able to take something from it. Stay tuned because we are interviewing so many incredible women and I'm just so excited to see where this brings us. And yeah, I just love teaching you all new things from other people's minds it just lights me up so much mm. so thank you for being here and I will chat to you all next week bye guys